Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. You are listening to episode 61 of Freelancer to CEO. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey there, friends. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to be diving deep into a question that I got during one of our group coaching calls in the Freelancer to CEO Academy. And the student of mine was wondering about payment upfront versus getting paid after the fact. And how do we handle that? Why do we get paid upfront? And how should she handle that going forward with a potential client or any clients? you know, in the future. So before we dive into that question, I do want to back up a little bit and talk about the different ways that you can be paid for your services when you're a VA, a social media manager, when you're offering services to other online business owners. So the four main ways that you can get paid from your clients are hourly, project, retainer, or you can do a mixture of some of these options. So let's break down what each one of these are, the pros to them, the cons to them, and how this looks in your business. So the first way to get paid and what a lot of people usually start with or it's just common in the online business space, a lot of people ask for this, is hourly. And what hourly means is you're tracking your time and how long it takes to complete a certain project. So the upside to charging hourly is this a great place for you to start. This is a great place for you to kind of get your feet wet and to see how long it takes you to complete certain tasks for clients. It's easy for you to quantify and there's a low barrier to entry. So you can feel comfortable saying that I will charge X amount of dollars per hour to complete a certain task. And when you go to package these things, you can usually offer your packages in increments of time. So a client can book 10 hours of your time per month, 15 hours, 20 hours, or the client might say, I need you know X amount of hours per week, and you can provide them with a package based on that. One of the downsides to offering things for hourly, and like I said, this is a great place to start, but as you start to increase your experience and your value that you bring, you is the focus of it is on the time. 
the time it takes for you to complete the work, not necessarily on the value that you bring or the work that you produce. So if something took you two hours to start and you were charging $30 an hour, that's $60. But as you get more advanced and you get quicker with it, you're still getting, you're still providing the same amount of work, but it might only take you an hour to do it. So you're getting paid half. So that's one of the cons. Like I said, it's a great place to start, but if you find that you are doing repeated tasks for a client every month, you might want to offer them a package price and we'll get into what a package price is um, here soon, but you might want to offer that because even though it's you're doing the work faster, you're still producing the same amount of work. So you do wanna get compensated for the work you produce, not just necessarily the time it takes for you to complete it. The next type of way that you can get paid is on a project base. So that's where you're going to deliver a project based on an agreed amount. You list out the things that you're going to provide for them, and that is a project base. It's one lump sum. You know exactly what you're going to deliver to the client. So a lot of people are project based, you know, website design or um, like a Facebook ad project. Those are ways where you can do a project-based pricing. Now, the downside to that is you usually base your project price on how many hours you think it's going to take you. You kind of use your hourly rate. You say it's going to, I think it'll take me X amount of time to complete this. And that's how you get your baseline of what your project is. The con to this is you could definitely miscalculate how much time something's going to take you, especially if this is your first time getting into something and you're not totally sure how long it could take you. You might, account, you might calculate for five hours and then it actually ends up taking you 10. So you might miscalculate the amount of time. But project base is definitely a route that you could take where you don't have to track your time. The next type of way you can get paid is by retainer. So that is a monthly price that you and your client agree upon for expected services to take place. So this is really great for Pinterest management, podcast management, social media management, where you're going to be doing an agreed amount of things and you have a monthly retainer that the client is expected to pay each month. This gives you a little security in what you're going to be expecting to bring in every month. And one thing I always recommend to my one-on-one -on -one clients is that they make sure that they put a contract in place that protects them. So a three to six month contract so that you can at least bank on that money coming in for a certain amount of time. Another thing I also make sure that my one-on-one -on -one clients include in their contract is a 30 days at least uh, notice for termination if the client decides that they no longer want those services. You definitely need time to replace that income on your client roster. So making sure that you put some of those uh, safeguards in there so that you can protect yourself and protect your business as well. Now, the last thing is you can definitely do a mixture of some things. You don't necessarily have to say, this is the only way I take payment. You can do a mixture of things. So you might quote a client for a particular project to get done. And then you could say, you know, if we need more work after the fact, here's my hourly rate for that to take care of some miscellaneous things. And this also prevents clients doing scope creep where they try to get 
extra things that are not included in the initial proposal or the quote for the project, you can always say, I'm happy to take that on. I would charge X amount for this, or we can use my hourly rate at this rate to complete these extra things. So really the main thing I want to talk about as far as pricing goes is you definitely want to consider the time it's going to take for you to complete the project. And you also want to consider your taxes. So I recommend about 25% of your total monthly revenue your total monthly income going to your taxes. You also wanna think about any software that you need to use, that you pay for, your overhead. If you have any subcontractors on, you need to take that into consideration when pricing your services. So now that we know the different ways that we can get paid, let's go back to that question that I got in my group coaching about getting paid up front. How do you handle that? Why do we want to get paid up front? So my suggestion is always to be paid up front. That client is securing time on your calendar to have the work done. Now, sometimes clients just aren't aware of why something is done a certain way in business. And oftentimes it's just our job to educate them. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're trying to take advantage of us, that they want to get away with things, that they're trying to get work done for free, that they're going to have you complete the work and then completely ghost you. I'm also not saying that that doesn't happen because it can, and that's why we want to protect ourselves with getting paid up front and our contracts in place. But sometimes our clients just need to be educated. I have had clients come to me and say that they want me to complete the work first and pay me after. And what I usually do is I just educate them on why they are paying upfront. And what that is doing is providing them a spot on my calendar. It's allotting the time for them in their business. And it's not, that time's not going to go to anyone else. So that's why they're paying. They're paying for that spot on my calendar. So I know how much time I have on my calendar to devote to them, to devote to other clients. Now, most of the times that takes care of it. When I explain it to clients, that usually will take clear things up, take care of it. They're like, oh, I just didn't realize it. Thank you for explaining it to me. That's fine, let's move forward with that. But you still might have clients that are weary. And my guess is they are weary is because they've paid up front and maybe not gotten the results that they were promised. Maybe someone over-promised and under-delivered. So they want to protect themselves as well, which is totally fine. So if you reach a point where you say, you know, you explain it to them and they're still feeling weary, I would at least require 50% deposit just to hold the spot on the calendar. And then after the work is done or even after the final work is released, they can pay the additional 50% deposit. The one place I see this happening is when it's a big project. And if it's a big project, you can put safeguards in place to protect yourself, but they need to at least invest in you, invest in booking that time on your calendar so that that time goes to them specifically. You know that they are invested in having the services done, but you should never begin work without receiving some form of payment. You should never begin any work without some form of contract in place. And all these things protect you. It protects the client just to make sure that both parties, both parties of the relationship are invested in having the work completed and in paying for the services rendered. So I hope that answers your question on 
What approach maybe should I take when I'm charging based on what I'm doing? What pricing should I have? And then also why it's important to be paid upfront for our services, why that locks that client in on our calendar so that time doesn't go to any other client and how to approach it with clients. Like I said, sometimes it's just them not understanding why things happen, but also you know explaining to them that that's how a lot of service-based businesses do it. If you're a photographer, we had to pay our photographer a deposit when we were signing the contract just so she didn't give that date away to anybody else. It protects us having that photographer. It protects the photographer making sure that we are committed to having her on that date and also knowing that if we decided to cancel, we would lose out on that deposit. So just putting those safeguards in place to protect you and to make sure that the client is committed and that you are going to deliver on the work that you promised. So hope that was helpful. I hope it helped my group coaching clients as they were navigating those sticky conversations. Those are never fun. If you have trouble with sticky conversations, if you have questions and you're not sure how to handle it, reach out to me on DMs and Instagram. I would love to help you navigate through that. If you want to get in on our next round of our group coaching, if you're like, I would love to be able to have access to Aubrey to answer these questions all the time to help me navigate certain situations, make sure you head over to aubreymalek.com slash waitlist to join the waitlist so that you can get in on our next round of our group coaching. That is the way to find out all the insider information before anyone else. That's where I communicate that with my email list. So you wanna make sure that you join that so that you can hear about the news. But if you are anxious and ready to take your business to the next level, you don't wanna wait until the next group coaching round. You really are ready to learn from me directly, have that one-on-one attention, my eyes specifically on your business, to help you price your services, to next level your business, to narrow in on your ideal client. You want that help and you want to take your business next level and you don't want to wait for the next group coaching round. Trust me, I get it. I am that kind of person too. I want things to happen like yesterday. Then just email us at hello at aubreymalek.com to get the latest coaching menu. If you want to work with me directly one-on-one, I would love to help you with your business. Coaching is the fav- my favorite piece of my business. I love helping other service-based business owners and freelancers really next level their business. So if you want to do some one-on-one coaching with me, just email us at hello at aubreymalek.com to get the latest coaching menu and to get it on the books. All right, sister, I will catch you in the next episode. Be on the lookout. Remember, there's a bonus episode coming each week, so you'll get an extra dose of motivation and information and podcast from me. So I hope you will stay tuned for that next bonus episode, and I will see you next time. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.